Listen, Wikipedia, like, the day that I can reference you in a college paper is the day that I will give you money. <laughs> Fuck off. Stranger. Hey. It's been a while since you stepped into the danger. <laughs> danger zone. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. I feel like <laughs> at least as of like the past month or um like handful of episodes, I feel like we start every episode with it's been a while, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, we know, like. Jesus. Do something about it. You spend all that time recording rather than telling (laughs) us how long it's been. You'd actually get some shit. (laughs) It's like when it's like when people apologize to me too much and I'm like, don't be sorry, be better. (laughs) (laughs) Just be better. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. So we'll try to be better. Well, I mean, on that note, we have been having some somewhat formal conversation around getting a schedule back together yeah which like we haven't talked schedule in at least eight months yeah like that we say less frequently (laughs) but it's gonna be a new year in a couple of weeks yeah so So. our podcasting schedule is as as irregular as my menstrual cycle right now (laughs) we're sinking oh my god we're sinking Our podcast is sinking. We're sinking. This friendship is sinking. (laughs) In every way possible. Ahoy. What? (laughs) Ahoy, ahoy. I don't know. Yeah, if if you're just joining us. (laughs) I'm Angie. (laughs) And I'm Jenna. And this is about the level of professionalism that you can expect from us. This is sitting crooked. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. This is sitting crooked. Um, the unscheduled podcast that explores the uncomfortable. Right. Because what's more uncomfortable than not knowing when our next episode is going to drop? My God. That must piss so many people off. It would piss me off. I would probably end up, like, just not listening to us for, like, six to eight months and then being like, oh, cool, they released two episodes. I'm going (laughs) to catch up now. Yeah, thanks, assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Except for my sister, who's, like, majorly catching up right now. Sweet. Let's just assume that everybody's like your sister. Yeah. Which is kind of fun because she's binging us right now. So I get a text uh, once every couple hours that's like, oh my God, this. Oh my God, I forgot about Waffles the Bearded Dragon. Oh my God, I forgot about this. (laughs) That's a lot of fun. Aw. Yeah. We can relive it too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I think I think at least as of um, recent, we've been somewhat regular, like once a month ish. So we did the Halloween one, which was fun. Yeah. And then we did the periods one, which was fun. Well, that those that is not the order in which those happened. Sorry, I'm I'm going reverse chronological. I'm like counting back. So like most recently we did. Oh Christ. Okay. Halloween, <laughs> and then before that we did periods. So we just. We just missed November, so everybody just get off our asses and drink some eggnog. Yeah. It was no episode November, so, like, get with the fucking times. Yeah, seriously, girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
It was yeah. political. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the extent of, of my <laughs> my political standing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's political. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, what are we talking about? Um, before I dig in, I just had a couple questions for you. Okay. So I'm just curious, like, so obviously we're going to be themed around Christmas because it's December. Yeah. Um, so what was Christmas like for you growing up? Cause I mean, like, I think we came from pretty similar households and that like, we both grew up with Santa and that concept of like, Oh, if you're good, you get presents. But like, how was that um, brought up in your home? Was that used against you? Like, if you're not good, if you don't clean your room, you're not going to get any presents or like. I don't remember, but I used it to threaten my child almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I, I, I have this grand, grand illusion of me trying to call Santa's workshop and getting frustrated because I'm on hold. They put me on hold. You better eat your dinner. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to talk to Santa? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take for me to get to him. So, like, you better finish eating your pasta or you know, I don't want to have to leave him a message because I don't know if he's going to get back to me. And then if he doesn't get back to me by Christmas, we're going to have to send all your toys back and it's going to be his <laughs> Jesus. So on, so on top of, like, the... <laughs> The morals of it, of like, oh, I better be good and stuff. He's now having to deal with typical shitty customer service. Yeah, I, I am preparing him for real life. That's I'm picturing what that, like, waiting time would sound like. It would be the most shrill, annoying chipmunky, like, Christmas music. Hi, playing on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling. We appreciate your business. Yeah, absolutely. This is getting crooked. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong turn. <laughs> oh, God. Now um, I'm just picturing. <laughs> I'm just picturing like the entire cast of Rudolph now, like taking turns answering the phone, and there's fucking whatever Marty the elf. I don't remember what his name is. Who wants Jimmy. to be a dentist? Yeah. <laughs> who wants to be a dentist? <laughs> he's like did you brush your teeth today and you're just like fuck you let me talk to santa my kid's being a dick <laughs> oh my god yeah i mean <laughs> my son's three so he only understands basic concepts. the the on hold thing is mainly for for me but it's um yeah like he understands if we call santa he might not get as many toys or you know whatever whatever that consequence looks like of him not brushing his teeth or eating dinner or whatever yeah um i don't remember if i had that really um probably i'm gonna say probably mm. <laughs> but um i do know that like i i kept trying to believe in santa until my parents actually split up <laughs> Oh no! And my Christmas was kind of like, like I believed in Santa until until they got divorced. But then I tried to like keep up the the illusion because my mom would always write Santa like to and from Santa in a certain way. And then mm. when I'd go to my dad's, like it would be, it would different. be a completely different font. 
Ooh. My mom would wrap stocking stuffers. My dad never did. So like Christmas morning, that first year, I was like, what the fuck? This is where Angie's attention to detail was born. Yeah. <laughs> I have and been his- lied to. <laughs> You as like an eight-year-old child of divorce was like, there is no God, there is no Santa. (laughs) I know, but I didn't want to like, because I knew my parents were very upset, right? Obviously, like they've just gone through a divorce. So I was just like, maybe if I keep this up, then then they can have a good Christmas too. (laughs) Maybe they need me to believe in Santa for them. That is precious Hallmark movie right there. I I know. Oh, you yeah. had feelings. I, I did. One, yeah, once upon a time, before the world got to me, before I was on hold <laughs> for too long. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just callous. Oh, dear. All right. Um, what about you, Jenna? <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, Santa was definitely a part of growing up, but I never really remember it being used as a threat. I know for sure that my friend's parents used it a lot more heavily than my parents did <laughs> in terms of like, you're not getting anything. Um, but no, I, I don't really remember. I don't, I also don't remember having like an epiphany moment either. It was just kind of, I remember in grade one in class, we were writing letters to Santa and I was like, okay, I'll do it. But there was something in my gut that was like, yeah, this is going nowhere. This is pointless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's that. Okay. Uh, um, so that brings us into our topic today, because it's not just in modern times that Santa has been used as a parenting technique. Oh my God, can I guess what this is? Sure. Are you doing Krampus? He is one of many. Yes! <laughs> Terrific. So, yeah, we're going through some uh, cross-cultural Christmas character, Punisher, legends, tales, folklore, whatever. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's the title. Christmas, <laughs> legends, folklore, all one word. <laughs> At gmail.com. <laughs> It exists somewhere. Imagine we go to like try and take that name and it's like, we're sorry, this email already exists. And we're like, <laughs> get these people on the fucking phone right now. Oh my God. We'll be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I actually had my shit together today uh, and I have my references. So oh. yeah, I referenced uh, Wikipedia, National Geographic, History Collection, Ranker and Mental Floss. All right. Woohoo. So thank you to all those wonderful people. Oh, and Wikipedia, I guess their campaign's ending soon for you to donate. So they're like, when you go onto their page, they're like, please don't scroll past us. Please donate $2.57. It could mean life or death for us. Like, listen, Wikipedia, like, the day that I can reference you in a college paper is the day that I will give you money. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I remember <laughs> discovering Wikipedia. Ah! rant time i remember discovering wikipedia in high school and all the high school teachers were like you can't reference that and i'm like why the fuck is this information there obviously it's good as an adult for like quick like oh okay that's a podcasts thing. yeah 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 like there are so many practical applications now <laughs> but i yeah. uh i just remember when they first came out and how grumpy i was i'm like what i can't use this <laughs> and then going to college and then realizing, or university, whatever. Canadians call it university. Americans call it college. We have names for everything. Things are things. 
Um, <laughs> I just remember reading like official journal articles and then graduating and like, oh, maybe I want to go look at those. And it's like $500 subscription a year. I'm like, fuck, man, what the hell? Yeah, so, I, I am so thankful. <laughs> I'm so thankful, though, because I went to U of Guelph and um, I, I'm sure most universities do this, though. They let you keep your access like as an alumni. Alumnus. Mine didn't. Trent didn't. Oh. Fuck you, Trent. Oh, yeah, I know. I still have access. But my problem is I can't remember my login. <laughs> oh, maybe that's my problem. Yeah, but they, oh. they let you keep your access, which is pretty, pretty bitching. I'll just call them. <laughs> just call them. Have like three phones. One is for the um, non-traditional folklore Christmas characters. One for Santa's <laughs> workshop. And one for Trent. See who answers first. Oh my god. <laughs> Good. He'll put it on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So okay. <laughs> um so cross-culturally, spanning, you know, upon centuries upon centuries, Christmas has consistently depicted characters and stories that reward the good and punish the bad. Uh, mm-hmm. With varying criteria. So um, some characters, however, are depicted a little bit more disturbing than others. Um, some characters are well known, others less known. Um, recently, a couple have been popularized in modern day culture. So shout out to Dwight Schrute from The Office for his uh, breathtaking performance as Belschnickel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Krumpus has gained in popularity too, because like that that movie came out, and it just seems to be kind of everywhere. So today we're going to explore uh, some others, including some females who took on Christmas punishments very seriously. Oh, I'll bet they did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to preface this with because all of these come from like Europe or Europe adjacent, uh, the names are really hard to pronounce. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> Hashtag Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, politics. Yeah. <laughs> P- politics. Yeah. November was dedicated to Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with Frau Perchada. Frau which- Perchada. I'm sure is not how you pronounce it because that sounds like Italian bread to me, but um <laughs> Rob Focaccia. <laughs> so our our list of Christmas characters, uh, she's gonna start us off in Europe as most well will, as I just mentioned. Um so she's home to regions of like Austria, Bavaria, and she also has ties. There's a lot of crossover with her with some other known um like witches and stuff that are home to Germany and like Scandinavia. So she's known by many names, depending on the century and the location. Um, But she's also known as Berchada, Bertha. Oh God. I don't even know how to start this. Spinnestubenfrau. Spinnestubenfrau. I think Uh, we need Rain Wilson to come and and pronounce these names for us. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the spinning lady and the belly slitter. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Also, okay. So this morning, 
Josh opened the laptop and I guess like some of my research was still open. So it started on this girl and in like in big bold headlines, it like said what she does. And he was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is Jenna and Angie written all over it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're recording today. Um, okay. So yeah, she's also known as the belly slitter. Yeah. So imagine this. It's the days leading up until Christmas, and you're home with your family. And in the evening, an old, decrepit-looking woman with a beaked iron nose, dressed in rags, and a cane, lets herself in. She's there to reward or punish the women and children in the household. Oh, for fuck's sake. So children are judged based on their work, like their chores, or they're doing their chores, uh, overall behavior. Um, Those with good behavior, obviously, might avoid punishment. Those who have lied, specifically, might have their tongues cut with shards of glass. Damn, girl. Yeah. Uh, Women who have kept an untidy home will have their bellies sliced open. Oh, for fuck's sake. Their organs removed. And the cavities stuffed full again with straw, garbage, and rocks. Oh. Very specific (laughs) stuffing. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And children who misbehave might see a similar fate. Jesus. Um... The reference, because she's one of her names is the Spinning Lady. So it's it's also, I guess, in this location and like the time period where she started um, spinning, like not yarn, but flax, apparently, okay. um, and twine and that sort of shit is a key chore in this region or these regions that must be completed. And that's one of the major things that she looks for. Oh. So if you're a woman who doesn't finish your spinning, you're getting your belly slit open and filled with garbage. God damn it. Girls, do your spinning. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. She's also associated with something called the Wild Hunt. And this is where she flies through this, the night sky in the three days leading up to Christmas alongside her de- uh, demonic creatures. Okay. And the souls of unbaptized babies fly with her to do her bidding. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) In these days, you might hear a screeching howl or roaring wind, but it's her and her demons hunting for those to be punished. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Good. So that's number one. Oh, fuck. Okay. So... This one brings us to France and Belgium. Uh, Père Flotard. <laughs> what? Flotard? <laughs> yeah, good enough. F-O-U-E-T-T-A-R-D. F-O-T-T. F-O-U-E-T-T-A-R-D. Flotard. Flotard. Um, I'm just going to call him Pear. Yeah, that's, that's what we, my, we come from a French background and my kids <laughs> call my grandfather Pears. So let's call him Pears. <laughs> pears. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, the days leading up to Christmas as St. Nicholas makes his way house to house, a man dressed in dark robes with soot smeared on his face 
disheveled hair, wearing rags, follows close behind, carrying a whip at his side. Most children wake up to the sound of St. Nick leaving gifts in their homes, but children in France and Belgium wake up to the sound of a cracking whip, so they know he's coming. Damn. Yep. So, in... 1150, Per worked as an innkeeper or butcher, depending on the source, with his wife. And one day they noted three young boys walking unaccompanied, making their way to school. Per and his wife followed the children into a near forest where they took what little money they had on them, took the kids back to their home where they slit their throats, cut them up, and turned them into a stew while preserving the rest in salt. As the couple were about to take their first bite of the children's stew... St. Nicholas appeared and confronted them for their crimes. St. Nicholas resurrected the souls of the innocent children who met this gruesome fate. Pear was taken by this miracle and he immediately repented for all he'd done. Um, Pending on the source, he either volunteered or uh, was forced to become St. Nicholas's hand. Jesus. So he would follow St. Nick house to house, whip in hand, punishing bad children by either leaving... uh, leaving coal and slash or beating them with his whip. Sounds like St. Nick doesn't want to get his freaking hands dirty. <laughs> what a dick. Well, yeah. I think there's, I think there's some larger commentary on uh, religion as a whole there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this next one is different. <laughs> it's um, a, species i guess of uh. werewolf type creatures called precolici and uh they come from italy and surrounding parts and what they are is precolici are the undead souls who have risen with the sole um intent to harm the living so it's believed that they're the souls of men who are violent in their in their real life Okay. And they become Precolici in their afterlife so they can continue their violence. Oh. Some also say that they were actually werewolves in real life, in real life, in like their life life. And they come back as like a werewolf vampire hybrid. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So they're like, they're thirsty as fuck for blood. <laughs> <laughs> thirsty. Thirsty. Um, so they hunt around Christmas time and they have specific victims in mind, usually women. Mm-hmm. This one seemed to be less tied to like whether you're good or bad, or at least in the research that I did. And it just happened to be that around Christmas is when they hunt. Cool. There's also reports in um, like somewhat recent times in Romania that claim that their rural villages have been viciously attacked by these abnormally large and fierce wolf-like creatures. Dire wolves. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I've mm-hmm. never heard of that. Yeah. That's surprising to me. Yeah. Well. Have you heard of the other two? No. Okay. That's no. good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm like... Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I'm like, I know mythology and I know stuff. I'm like, I, I am, I am humbled. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, no, there's like, I only picked a handful to do, um, but there are so freaking many. I mean, 
obviously there's a lot of crossover, like the Belschnickel character, for example, versus Krumpus, like they have similar ways of punishing. Like there's a lot of kind of ties and blends, but yeah, um, there's, there's a lot of characters and a lot of female characters. Huh? Yeah. Parents must've really wanted to scare the shit out of their kids. Like how, <laughs> how badly were these kids misbehaving? Right. The ages before the internet and the TV. <laughs> <laughs> the ages. <laughs> like a couple thousand years ago. <laughs> if you just, you're just one. <laughs> just one age. Just one age. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I did include Krumpus. Yeah. Just because he is so popular. Yeah. And, um, that and there was some stuff, not that I didn't know about him, but in how he's celebrated in, like, even to this day. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's like a festival. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, for those who aren't aware, Krampus is known to, like, Central Europe folklore as, like, this half-goat, half-demon hairy man. He has, like, a mangled-looking face a hairy body with goat hooves, um, visible giant fangs, and a long pointed tongue that hangs long from his face, even going as long to like as his chest. Oh, S- some tails, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it, ladies. Um, <laughs> um, some say that he has like one human foot, one goat hoof. He was bullied for sure, is, is what I'm <laughs> getting at. That. <laughs> I don't know the internet. See sources above that I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With him, uh, he carries a belt of bells, which jingle and clink as he walks, and in the other hand, a bundle of sticks. So he arrives on December 5th and stalks the streets, seeking out children who have misbehaved, ready to swap them with his bundle of sticks and even potentially um, stuff them into a sack. (laughs) In some tales, there's not just one Krumpus, there's multiple. So it's like, like, there's Krumpus. Yeah, it's exactly what I wrote as like Krumpuses, Krumpi, or is it just like. Crumpus is the plural of Crumpus. I'm really not sure. I'm just a um, bag of crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> just a sack of goat hooves. <laughs> yes, one sack of goat hooves, please. Yeah. Throw some throw some human feet in there, just for good measure. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. Uh, but regardless of the quantity, they all have the same single mission to punish misbehaved children. So they may simply leave sticks for the child, beat them, or go so far as to throw them in a sack and either throw them into a stream or on occasion, he might just bring them to his lair in hell itself. Oh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Wait, put them in a sack and throw them in the river? Yeah. Like 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 a bag of kittens? Yeah. That's horrid. How bad are these children? I don't know. Like, where are these guys when, like, all these serial killers are running around? I do think about, like, what misbehaved children look look like in these days, though. Like, is it petty theft? Is it, like, not, I don't know, like, 
I just, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what that looks like. Cause like kids are going to be shits no matter what. So like <laughs> do the petty problems that siblings have, do they look the same? What do they look like? Um, so the following day on December 6th is when St. Nicholas or Sinterklaas would visit the children home by home and leave gifts for those who remain unpunished. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. I see how it is. Process of elimination. He does not (laughs) want to make as many toys. He's just lazy. Like, if you eliminate half the child population, then I only have to work half the (laughs) Half the year. He's too busy taking your fucking phone calls, Angie. (laughs) Well, (laughs) apparently not. (laughs) It's like, fuck it, just beat them with sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. (laughs) Goodbye. It's like, I'm actually only 25 years old, but the stress alone has turned my hair white. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. So in the real world, so you're right, there are festivals, but some of them are quite dark. So people might participate in a Krumpus run, which I thought was just like, oh, run a marathon dressed as Krumpus. That's not what it is. (laughs) (laughs) So they'll dress in carved wooden wooden masks, uh, elaborate costumes, chains and bells, and they'll run through the streets to frighten and beat bystanders. <laughs> yeah. So I've included a quote from a tourist who went um, visiting to one of these regions who was just kind of expecting like some sort of quirky alternative celebration with like good cosplay. And they ended up coming home with like full on welts all over their body. <laughs> Everybody's too happy. That's why these guys came into being. We're too happy around Christmas time. We need to, <laughs> we need to restore the balance yep. of misery. <laughs> Fucking Taurus, get out of here. Wouldn't that be so nice, though? Like, I, like we have we have tourists in, in in the town where I live because we're like a beach town, but. You know, I've always thought about beating them, but this just seems like a perfect opportunity to, like, beat them, beat tourists under the guise of, like, tradition and quirky folklore. I like it. We should Let's make something up. Let's make something (laughs) up. Beat all the people who can't drive. (laughs) 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 Crumbus get the tank. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just rolling down the street in a fucking panzer <laughs> <laughs> it's world war three <laughs> oh <Sherman's> god <laughs> we never left bitch uh, just lying in wait <laughs> <laughs> lying under the christmas tree eating <laughs> our children <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so this tourist wrote, uh, the narrow streets in the old city of Salzburg were packed with pedestrians as the Krumpus uh, stomped through. Many people were caught unaware and reacted with terror. Some would flee and try to um, seek refuge in a shop or restaurant, only to be pursued by a determined Krumpus. 
which is fucking terrifying. Like, can you imagine? You're just like, oh, nah, nah, this is not what I thought it was. Okay, I'm just gonna hop into this um, fucking Tim Hortons or whatever the equivalent is over there. And they fucking follow you into, like, the women's bathroom and beat you with a bunch of sticks. Oh, my God. Like, that, that, that is... sounds like an introvert's nightmare. It's like when you, like, <laughs> leave a group of people and you're like, okay... All right, good. I got out. That's cool. I'm going to make my way home. And then just this loud crowd of people just follows you <laughs> and assaults your ears with their everything. That's how it feels. That's how That's, it feels. That is the equivalent. <laughs> so we're going to round up all the extroverts and <laughs> sick our tank-wielding pum- uh, pumpkins, crumpuses on them. <laughs> good. All yeah. the goat men. Goat men and tanks. Yep. There, there you go. go. Um, (laughs) with so many easy targets we again managed to escape largely unharmed uh again what with so many easy targets oh we managed to escape largely unharmed at times we were chased jostled and struck but compared to the brutality we witnessed of others it was obvious we'd been spared the full brunt jesus like (laughs) I think it's one thing if it's a contained festival where, like, you know what you're getting into and you're like, fucking yeah, I'm going to get beat with a bundle of sticks by a crump eye, then that's fine. <laughs> but it sounds like they're just, like, it sounds like a purge. Like, they're just letting loose on this city. And it doesn't matter if you're just standing in line to get your frozen yogurt or not. You're, you're going to get beat. Yeah, well, someone let that happen. <laughs> the police are just like I don't know <laughs> no they are the police Jenna. oh no <laughs> oh no that's why it's been allowed to continue There's actually... <laughs> they're just like fuck the system I'm done with this red tape Let's just it is a this. police state <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> now I'm just picturing like a crump is riding a police horse. <laughs> There's just so much, so much clip clopping happening. <laughs> That's where the one human foot, one hoof thing came from. Someone really drunk and saw one and like, yeah, that's, this is what I saw. Make it so. <laughs> right that <Hoves>. shit down. <laughs> just hooves on hooves everywhere. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, something about a goat orgy. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening <laughs> Did you know that goats can scream? Are you actually asking me? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I did. Because I've heard I've heard all the like um oh what song is it? That Taylor Swift song where they like interject her chorus with a goat screaming. What? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> No, I thought I had the quirky fun fact. But <laughs> you win. <laughs> oh, I think it's I think it's trouble when she's all like, "I knew you were trouble when you walked in," and then <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> her course is like, "Oh, oh, trouble, trouble." <laughs> so instead of the "o," oh, they replace it with a goat scream. <laughs> oh It's like, it's even funnier in years past because having distance and being like, our society made that, (laughs) it's just gold. (laughs) And there's nobody to punish those naughty people. (laughs) 
Okay, so I have to send you the southern cat and the uh, goat screaming Dale or <laughs> Yes, you do. <laughs> okay. Share it with everyone. It's the giving season. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Okay, excellent. I will do that. So I saved my favorite for last. Yes. So it's uh, Gryla. Gryla. G-R-Y-L-A. Gryla. 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 And her family of mountain-dwelling monsters. Oh, I like her. (laughs) (laughs) She lives in a mountain. Um, (laughs) She's alone. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Surrounded by monsters. And she's just, like, you know, like, super, like, down-to-earth and body positive. (laughs) Yeah, she's just, like, she's something to aspire to, you know? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, (laughs) mm-hmm. Her and Oprah are besties. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so Gryla and her family are of the more involved tales that I found, in that there is a total of 16 members oh. of her family. And they're coming from um, Icelandic folklore. Okay. Yeah. So Gryla is an ogre slash giantess slash monstrous who lives with her family in the mountains. And the oldest poems describe her as a parasitic beggar. And what she does is she walks through the streets, goes house to house, and demands that parents give her her, their disobedient children. Some say that she can be persuaded to leave by giving her food or chasing her away. And what Gryla really hungers for is the flesh of mischievous children. She eats them. So okay. she hunts She hunts these children and she carries them back to her cave. Um, fun fact, she's been married three times. <laughs> um, tell me, Gryla, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, <laughs> um, so she's been <laughs> married three times. I have a thing for human flesh and um, I live with a bunch of monsters. It's just, it's just fun all the time. I want to see her go on The Bachelor. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, She's fantastic. <laughs> so yeah, she's been married three times, but what kills me is like consistently across all the sources, it refers to her husband and he's known for nothing except for being lazy and staying in the cave all the time. No wonder she's so fucking hungry. <laughs> hungry for dick. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yes. I don't know. Maybe she just like maybe there's a language barrier. She just doesn't know how to ask for it. Have to ask, okay? (laughs) Wait. wait, uh. (laughs) It's okay. She's an ogre. It's it's an ogre. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's a wall of separation there. (laughs) Exactly. Our um our culture of consent does not transfer. Oh, not to ogres. Not to ogres. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Um, (laughs) So what kills me, though, is, yeah, like, he's literally known for nothing except for just being lazy and staying in the cave. And, like, that's that's his whole story. That's his whole part of the story. Like, why even mention him at that point? Um, He drove her to this. He drove her crazy. 
Well, I guess one thing that he did do before her hunt for Dick was give her 13 children. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like, like, together? <laughs> they they, yes. they produce these children yes. or he captured yes. these children? Oh, good question. Good question, Angie. Um, no, oh. it's it's like their kids. Like, she has 13 sons. Okay. Sons? Yeah. Okay. I am I am sympathizing with this woman. <laughs> 13 sons? Like, are you crazy? There's jizz socks everywhere in that cave. <laughs> it's a crusty, frozen wasteland. <laughs> she's like bringing all the kids back from the village. She's she's bringing all the kids back from her village and being like, "These are the souls of your <laughs> of your wasted seed." <laughs> She just needs to leave the house. <laughs> she just needs to be time. <laughs> oh, God. Or walk through the snow again the same way. Poor Gryla. Poor Gryla. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I can do this. We can get through this. Okay, so yeah, she has um, 13 sons, and they visit the, the villages nearby one by one in the days leading up to Christmas to harass, terrorize, and prank the locals. Uh-huh. Some of them are legit creepy. Some of them are just kind of sad and pathetic. Oh, well, they've... <laughs> Do do you know their names? I do. I'm about to list all 13 for you. Oh, okay. (laughs) See how neckbeardy they sound. See how what? Neckbeardy. Neckbeardy. (laughs) Okay. Well, I I didn't even bother including their like Icelandic name because even when I tried to write it out phonetically, I was like, this tastes like the gunk in my lungs trying to say this out loud. (laughs) Tastes like failure. (laughs) Exactly. It tastes like garbled failure with not enough vowels. (laughs) Yeah. There's like lots of J's and K's next to each other. Okay. So on December 12th, and they stay, um, they each still stay like 13 days. So on December 12th, Sheep coat Claude, which is like the English translation. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they are neckbeards. <laughs> oh my god, okay, let's do this. I'm gonna tell you their name and you have to guess how they terrorize the uh the village. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so sheep coat Claude is um a little hobbly thing because he has really stiff peg legs. Oh my, all I can see is, uh, oh my god, what the hell is his name from, from Big Mouth? <laughs> Your <laughs> name is Steve! Steve? <laughs> oh my god. You're the man, man. <laughs> I got a man, Steve! <laughs> this is so much better now that that's what I'm picturing. Oh my god. 
Does he fuck sheep is my next question. Well, it doesn't outright say that he doesn't fuck sheep, but like (laughs) it says that he harasses the sheep. Uh, Well, I mean, I think we both know what that means. (laughs) Someone's getting a peg leg somewhere. Yeah. 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 Rick. That's his name. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, so December 13th, we meet Gullyhawk. Gullyhawk? Gullyhawk. I, I don't know. Sounds dirty. <laughs> so he hides in ditches and waits for an opportunity to steal milk. Oh, like, he tries to hawk milk out of gullies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and I did not even think about how gullies might be a euphemism for <laughs> Okay, good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um <laughs> December 14th, we meet Stubby. That's it. Stubby will skulk around town waiting for an opportunity to eat the crust out of pans. What the fuck? A lot of these are food related. Well, they're probably hungry in Iceland. <laughs> they probably don't eat enough. Um, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> December 15th, we meet Spoon Licker. <laughs> Again, neck beard. <laughs> spoon Licker, as you can imagine. Does he... Does he... He he goes to school and reads volumes about fine cutlery. <laughs> uh, he <laughs> not not quite not quite. So he is extremely frail and thin due to malnutrition. So he lurks, kind of like dragging himself with what little energy he has, looking for wooden spoons to steal and hoping for the tiniest morsel from licks. Christ, that's creepy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> December 16th, we meet Pot Scraper. God damn it. These are not <laughs> creative names. I know. <laughs> like, ah, oh, darling, it's your 13th baby. What is it? A boy. Ah, pot liquor. <laughs> <laughs> ah, stubby. Big what, if, what if they, like, have totally normal names? He's just like, my name's Steven. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's stubby now. <laughs> oh my god. Pot scrubber, is that what you said? Pot scraper. Pot scraper. <laughs> so he will come and steal your leftovers. Damn it. Yeah. December 17th. Um. Bum, bum, bum. I forget his name. It was something super obvious. I think it was like bowl liquor or something. <laughs> oh there's there's definitely more than one liquor. Um, so this son, but this one's creepy because he'll come into town and he hides under beds. Oh. And I guess that there's like this some sort of either it's breakfast or like a bedtime porridgey type of deal that they'll eat. <laughs> So he waits for the people to put the bowl down on the ground next to their bed, and then he steals it to eat the remaining food. 
That's not porridge. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So this one I think was, is one of my favorites. Um, Oh, you have a favorite, do you? (laughs) I do. I have a favorite. (laughs) It's my favorite because I think it's the most creepy. Okay. So he is called Door Slammer. (laughs) But he comes, he'll creep into your house at night and wait for your family to be asleep. And he'll go around one by one and slam all the doors in your house. Oh, so he's he's the toddler of the bunch, I guess. Yeah. But can you imagine that? You're like sound asleep and all of a sudden all your doors start slamming shut. That's creepy as fuck. Oh my god. Um, December 19th, we meet Skier Gobbler. Uh-huh. So I guess S-K-Y-R, it's basically, I, um, this dude loves his fucking yogurt. So like. Nah, it's not <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> Why are we so cum obsessed in this episode? <laughs> it's not us, it's Iceland. <laughs> Iceland and their cum. Oh, God. Goddamn crusty um, socks everywhere. <laughs> crusty pants. Get out the airplane, you're like... <laughs> August, what is happening? Gross. (laughs) Gross. You're welcome. (laughs) Continue. I skier gobbler. Skier gobbler. So I guess skier is like some sort of like fermented culture dairy product. It's kind of like yogurt. So he he just goes around and steals people's yogurt. like that yeah he probably works with his brother on december 20th named sausage swiper for fuck's sake come on this isn't even creative (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) swiping the sausage yeah that's what i'm gonna call it from now on (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing i'll just swiping the sausage you know (laughs) Swept into the sausage. Swept into the sausage. <laughs> you know, those Italian Icelandic folk. Hey, I'm sure they exist. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this one will lurk around town and peer through windows into the homes of locals looking for items to steal. The sausage guy? No, the next one. Oh, okay, okay. His name is Window something. Something window. Window looker. I don't know. Window (laughs) window looker. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like when you have a dog and it's just like when it fogs up, you have all those like nose prints on the window. (laughs) It's like, oh, God damn it. Jerry was here again. Well, the next one that we meet on December 22nd is the doorway sniffer. <laughs> that. <Ugh. laughs> you know, God you know, when Char- you know, when Charlie's Angels, the remake, like the one with Lucy Liu and stuff, yeah. the evil guy, how he has like trick trichotophilia or whatever, the thing with the hair, he's obsessed with hair. Yeah. yeah. And he like sniffs it dramatically. Oh, that's what I picture. But with door frames. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, just like, a nice, a nice solid pine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he has an abnormally large nose, which made me picture the um, creepy. <laughs> no, the evil, the evil creepy guy from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Christ, I haven't seen that movie since I was like five, dude. <laughs> I guarantee you that if you go to my parents' house and find my VHS of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, it will be like at the point in the tape where this guy comes out because he fucking terrified me. He's the guy who's like in that weird village who has a giant nose to sniff out children. Do not remember any of this. It's terrifying. Okay, I believe it. I mean, I thought that movie was about a car and like taking children into the sky. It is, but then they go to like this weird town thing and the, I don't know, mayor or king or something has an issue. He like hates children. So the Baron children are Bomberst. like hiding in trunks and stuff, but he has this giant nose and he goes around like sniffing for children. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I can see this now. <laughs> I, ha- I have Googled Baron Bomberst. That's, That's his, his name. name? Yeah, nasty. Nasty Baron Bombers. <laughs> I'm gonna look him up. I haven't I haven't looked at his face since I last saw that tape, so The Tyrant Can of we... Fictional Vulgaria. <laughs> Children sniffer. <laughs> the child catcher. Terrible. Ugh. Yeah, he's so fucking creepy. Yeah, he's like riding in a wagon with children in his prison. Yeah, that's weird. It's very weird. He looks like a who. So creepy. (laughs) You know, like he looks like if Alice Cooper and Marilyn Manson had a baby in the 1940s. (laughs) (laughs) That is accurate. (laughs) Good. Yes. Okay. Okay. So the, uh, the doorway sniffer has an abnormally large nose and he creeps around homes looking for bread to steal. Jesus. December 23rd. What? These boys just need to be fed. Right? God. Uh, December 23rd, we meet Meat Hook. Oh, oh, now things are getting interesting. (laughs) Who uses a hook to steal meat. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> December 24th, lastly, we meet, uh, what the fuck is his name? I don't know what his name is, but he follows children around to steal their candles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but that's because, like, in this time, candles would have been made out of something that you could eat. Really? Well, like animal fat or something like, like that. Like, so, oh, like lard yeah. or something. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Got it now. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. So that's the family, but we have one more member to meet. Okay. The family pet. Oh, dear. Yule cat. Yes! Yule cat! (laughs) You know Yule cat? No, but I'm going to name my next cat Yule cat. (laughs) I feel like you're definitely going to use Yule Cat to scare your children. Okay. <laughs> tell me everything. I want yeah. I need so, to. Yeah. I need to. So, 
So the Yule Cat is the family pet. And this is a huge, vicious cat who sneaks around the countryside during Christmas and eats those who haven't received any new clothes to wear for Christmas Eve. Oh, damn. So this um, cat was actually traced back and was used as a threat by farmers in order to incent workers to finish processing the autumn wool for Christmas. Ah. So, those who worked hard would receive clothes like a wool sweater or something as a thank you. And those obviously who didn't work hard wouldn't receive a gift and would therefore be eaten by Yule Cat for not having any new clothes for Christmas. I love Yule Cat. I think Yule Cat <laughs> is, is Yule Cat for president. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why would he eat the people who haven't got the new clothes? Like, what? I don't know. Why would, shouldn't you be? I told I told my sister that, and she was like, "Oh, that must be some European shit. That's like shit mom would care about." <laughs> <laughs> like that's super European of like you must be prim and proper and like <laughs> on holidays. Yeah, oh. yeah, oh, my- yeah. The French side of my family is very much like that. They're like, you have to have new clothes and you have to look nice when you show up for not just Christmas, but like events. Yeah. And then I just keep it real and don't. <laughs> but Christmas, I do that with the kids. I do make sure that they're they're like nice and clean. And it was probably just because I have this this fear of Yule Cat. That fear I didn't even know I had. Yep. Now, now I, <laughs> I can justify it to my husband. <laughs> They don't need new clothes. Yes, they do. There is a giant cat that will eat them. I really want you two to have like a dramatic argument in Walmart. You're like, oh, but look at this like cute little, you know, suit for for our son. And then Thomas is going to be like, hun, we don't need that. You're going to be like, but Yule Cat. And like (laughs) people walking by are going to be like, this bitch is crazy. Yeah, they'll have their skier yogurt and they'll be like... (laughs) (laughs) Just like, slowly oh, eating it, and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and they put a new pair of socks next to the yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Why don't they have a, sto- a sock filler? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Santa, right, yes. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Santa's the ultimate sock filler. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Fill my sock. <laughs> His suit used to be all red. <laughs> Our children this, will listen to this one day. <laughs> this whole time, Mrs. Claus is just like, I don't understand his fetishes, but he, one day a year, I let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> Santa only comes once a year. Uh, <laughs> and it's enough to fill all of the socks of the good little children. Yeah, talk about backup, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Elves are just like rogue sperm that somehow evolved. <laughs> <laughs> They're somehow fertilized. <laughs> Screw. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 
if you mix Santa's sperm with like a cocoa powder, you get elves. <laughs> what the fuck? How did we get here? Who are you? <laughs> what? When are we? When are we? What year is it? Where's my Yule cat? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I need to get me a Yule cat. Perhaps there's Yule cat in all cats, and that's why they like to play with yarn. Oh, mm. perhaps. Perhaps that's so. Yeah, it's ancestry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> .ca. Ancestry and politics. <laughs> <laughs> You will cats support this podcast. <laughs> Ancestry <laughs> politics, not cotton socks <laughs> and black cats. Like, <laughs> that sounds like a kick-ass metal name, though. Like a band name, cum sock black cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's coming next month. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's what their cats swat around. (laughs) Oh my god. Our poor animals. (laughs) Jesus Christ. We are very kind to animals. We do not (laughs) we do not condone giving your cats cum socks. Jesus Christ. Felt Spell like it a, out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Don't sue. Don't sue. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yes. So that's Christmas. Sweet. <laughs> that's Christmas. <laughs> We're just explaining Christmas to people. <laughs> so that's Christmas in Europe and Europe adjacent. <laughs> So Christmas is like this time when like really weird men come out of the woodwork and like, smell your doors and come in your socks. There's a cat that's around that eats your sweater, not wearing sweater, children. And, and sometimes you get hit with sticks. And your belly will get cut open and stuff with straw. And it's like actually kind of traumatic. And if you're a tourist, you're going to get beat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's Christmas. You don't want to be in a crowd because I... you'll get beaten. So uh, I think I think what Nick Kroll needs to do is like have like make Lola a podcast. Oh, fuck. Because like everything you just said, I repictured in like Lola's voice. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're very welcome. I don't know when there's a Yule cat. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> my you is coming in my socks? <laughs> oh, you're just gonna like sniff my doorway and leave? <laughs> Why won't you come in my socks? <laughs> oh, people are gonna be so confused. <laughs> they're gonna be like what the fuck like these inside jokes are killing us like we don't want to listen to you just talk about the stuff we don't know but not that much that we don't know it should be the right amount of not knowing the right <laughs> amount of ignorance <laughs> give me something useful 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man, but seriously, you'll cat. You'll cat all the <laughs> such a cat person. <laughs> that, that, I actually I, I'm like I, I'm going to go out and look for a cat just just for Christmas and be like, it's your cat. <laughs> Just use your skeleton cat and like put a hat on it, like a little, not a Santa uh-huh. hat, like like a little um like pom pom knit hat. Can we just name that cat Yule Cat? Like, yeah, it doesn't have a name, and I mean like it's in our our profile <laughs> picture thing. That's that's Aww. your cat. Aww, that's cat. home. I'm gonna knit. I want to knit him a hat. The <laughs> We're very dedicated to forever homes. <laughs> forever homes. Fur. Wow. Boots with the fur. With the fur. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and you're asking <laughs> <laughs> All this laughing is not good for my lungs. <laughs> You started it. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, oh. Jesus fuck. Um <clears throat> yeah. Good. So there you go. I actually want to do a search for Yule Cat on like Twitter or something, because when I was looking up the Prickalichi, the werewolf things, they have five hashtags. Oh. <laughs> five. Like, oh, five. Okay. I think I think Yule Cat can beat that. That's what I'm saying. So Yeah. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see where Yule Cat. Um, actually, let's look this up right now. We have the Yule internet Cat. at our fingertips. Oh my gosh! It's like the world is here. Wikipedia is here. What else do you need? You just have to pay them money or something. <laughs> every every picture of Yule Cat is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> There's this like this one derpy ass eyes, and it's got a candle on its head. It's just the best. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I see it. It is massive. Is that the one where like his paws are bloody? Yes. <laughs> the Christmas cat of Iceland. Oh my god. I don't like the one where it looks like Krampus as a cat. <clears throat> well, that's just not very nice. Listen, he can't help the way he looks. He just has a terrible hunger but- for sweaters, okay? <laughs> no one played with him as a kitten. He needs he needs to eat all the sweaters and have the biggest hairballs oh ever. <laughs> Someone made a Yule cat like statue. Jesus. Like a like a it's like if we put a giant Yule cat in the distillery district for the Christmas Aww. thing. It's like the equivalent of that. Good. That's cute. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Nice, that's nice, it's nice. Everybody, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Oh, I was just I was just looking at pictures of Yule Cat. Oh, okay. Everybody came on that journey with us. <laughs> oh, well, are you still here? <laughs> we thought you would have left at Lola. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for for journeying with us. On yeah. this celebration. Absolutely. And, you know, spend time with your families or avoid them or, you know, do whatever. Lick some pots and just be safe. Don't drink and drive and all that. All use, the things that your parents tell you not to do. Yeah. And use any of these characters to get out of Christmas functions you don't want to attend. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, oh, no, I can't go out tonight. I don't have a new sweater and the Yule cat will get me. Sorry. The door sniffer's coming. The door sniffer's coming. <laughs> what day are we today? What's the 15th? Oh, that's a good question. Um, ooh. Actually, it could be any day you guys want, whenever you listen. Spoon liquor. So we're recording uh, on spoon liquor. Spoon liquor day. <laughs> Happy spoon liquor. A merry spoon liquor to you all. <laughs> but the terrifying thing is, like, they all say 13 days. So at some point... I'm assuming like halfway through, there is a period of time where there's like seven all going at the same time. Oh, they, oh, so they, they, so they overlap. Oh dear. That's just, imagine they like hit all the same house and the people are just like, no. oh, the fuck on. <laughs> Come in my sock. Get out of here. <laughs> Who's your family? Get out of here. <laughs> no. Like, do, you, do you need a place to stay? <laughs> uh, But yeah. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and all that fun, those greetings. Yuletide, Yule Cat greetings. Yule Cat greetings. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it back. Um, yeah, we'll see you maybe next month, I guess. <laughs> yeah, do you have any any concept of, of what kind of topics have you been thinking about? Me? Uh, yeah. We owe Emily. We owe Emily quite a bit, I think. Yes, we do. Or the, the circus circus freaks and and freak show stuff so that we promised before we will do it next year how's that <laughs> 2020. Been like i am not i do not trust them anymore they broke my heart Aww. that is enough now they're on to something new like yule cat i don't know what this is and hannah so we had a wonderful message from hannah who was um appreciating the fact that we talked about teaching kids the anatomically correct words for their genitals yeah she works she's like not a social worker but she works in like children's welfare or something so she was yeah. like fucking yes oh, so. It's, it's so validating like i when i read that i'm just, just like yes yes it feels so good to know that like the proper thing to do after years of being told as a child like no 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 don't use that word that's a yeah. dirty word you know so Thank you, Hannah. It's nice to know that the uh, the nonsense that we that we're screaming into the world has some quality to it. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I expertly evaded your question on what I'm thinking of. But <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> there, we'll probably look at torture chambers again. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to hang my hat on that one. But mm. that that seems to be. There's so many. There's so many ways to hurt people. <laughs> well, I mean, we're coming up to our two-year anniversary, so I mean, like, there are some topics we can touch on again. Yeah, girl. Yeah, already. Well, yeah. So stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll try and commit to something. something. Review and subscribe. Yeah, that. Do the things. All um, the things. Send us messages. We love you. Happy Yule Cat greetings. Happy Yule Cat greetings. Good. Good. <laughs>